Hey guys, it's Pastor Rebecca, and I hope that y'all are doing great and have had a great start to your week. Um, I'm going to jump right in. I hope that you guys have been encouraged. Thank you to all of the followers. Uh, let's uh, let's get going. Let's just jump right into the topic. Um, share this with people to be encouraged so that we can grow in the Lord together. So um, I'm not going to be one of these, excuse me, these teachers that uh, acts like they have everything, excuse me, that they have everything all together. Or that I don't struggle with things because I'm very real. I do. Um, <laughs> and I always want to be open and honest with you guys about that. I think it's important. Um, it's important. And uh, so there's, uh, okay, in Second Second Kings 6, um, we read about the prophet Elisha. And um, this Syrian king wanted Elisha dead. And uh, Elisha woke up and was surrounded by, um, surrounded by armies, like a ch army and, and, and chariots and horses. And there was a servant that was with Elisha. And the servant freaked out because he's like, oh my gosh, we're surrounded. We're surrounded on all sides. You know, what are we going to do? You know, and Elisha said, you know, have faith because those that are for us are more than those that are with us are more than those that are with them. And then he said, God, please open his eyes that he may see. And he opened the servant's eyes and the servant then looked and saw chariots of fire all around um, and, and saw the, the, um, the army of the Lord that was surrounding them. And, uh, and, and it strengthened his faith and it's a cool story. Um, but it, depending on what season you are in your life, it depends on who you are. <laughs> I think sometimes we are we are Elisha, where we're encouraging others around us. Like, look, I know you feel surrounded on all sides right now, but understand that God is for you, and and that things don't, even though things may look physically rough, spiritually they're they're different. You know, you got to have faith. And then sometimes we're the servant. <laughs> And we're the servant and we're the one that has to pray and say, God, open my eyes because I feel surrounded on all sides. I'm going to tell you right now, it's hard. It is hard to be a child of God sometimes. Anybody who is looking for an easy thing to do, um, I'm just going to be real with you. Being a child of God is not easy. It's, it's easy to be loved by God and it's easy to have a relationship with God, but it's not always easy to follow him. Um, I'm just going to be honest with you. I mean, I mean, it's a sacrifice. You have to lay things down. Uh, you have to crucify yourself all the time. And you also, I think one of the hardest things in the world is God's timing because God's timing is not ours. You know, God operate, operates outside of time. So whereas we're sitting here thinking, you know, something needs to happen in a certain amount of time, you know, uh, God may have an appointed time for that and you have to wait for that appointed time. And that is hard. That is very, very hard. Um, I'm going to be real with you. I'm in a season right now where I feel surrounded on all sides. I feel surrounded by the enemy on all sides. Um, my fiance and I have been attacked spiritually so much. Um, but here's the thing. We've also dealt some blows too. Don't get me wrong because you know me, you know, I'm an intercessor and he's an intercessor and we pound some spirits. You know what I'm saying? We hammer, we hammer away in prayer and we hammer. So don't, so, you know, it's one of those things where you're looking at me, but you should see the other guy. You know what I'm saying? Trust me. We're, we're pounding some spirits, you know, um, in Jesus name. Um, but it's hard, man. It's hard. I mean, it's, there have been many times over the last couple of weeks where we have cried. We've been in the car and we've just cried. And usually the way it works is is <laughs> when one of us is upset, the other one's there to calm the other one down. 
Um, you know, uh, a couple weeks ago, um, my fiance was coming back from church and he was crying and frustrated and upset. And he's just like, I don't get it. Why are we having to wait on some things in our life? Why are we having to wait on some things we're, to, we're following God in God's footsteps, but it doesn't make sense right now because the directions that he's telling us to do don't make sense. Um, you know, and I was there to calm him down tonight. I was upset. I was just, I was crying. I was upset. I may get emotional during this, but it's real. It's reality. You know, um, not every day is, is a, is a perfect day, you know? Um, I was just crying frustrated tonight because I, I told him, I said, I feel surrounded on every side. I do. I feel, I mean, it, he and I have faced attack from all over, from family members. We face, we've faced attack on all different levels and we know it's spirits, you know, but I mean, it's just like something else. Like we, we wake up and it's like something else. Something else is going on. Something else is coming against us. And it, and we feel like sometimes, like just the last couple of weeks, that we have had to be in defense mode. You know, that we have to be, I mean, we are, you know, we're having to pray all the time. I mean, we're literally having to pray like constantly. And it's, it is, it's rough, you know. Um, and um, I'm very thankful, you know, the Lord spoken a word over me Sunday, which I'm very appreciative of. Um, you know, and, and it was very encouraging. Um, and it's, it's just, it's hard. Following Christ is hard. It's not easy. And that's why a lot of people don't do it. And it's hard. You know, there are seasons in your life where you, you get angry. You just get angry at things, you know. When you're trying to follow the Lord and do the right thing and wait and follow in his footsteps. And it just seems like, <laughs> it just seems like doors are slammed in your face or things aren't happening or things are happening but but or things are happening but they're happening slow and then it's just like boom you just face with more attack i mean it it's it's hard but then you look at some people that are living ungodly they're living wickedly and they're rolling finances they're rolling in money and I, i'll be honest with you my fiance is a businessman he loves money i've always hated money and some people are like Oh, you must be crazy. I've never been a fan of money. I've never been a fan of it. I'm not somebody that can be bought. I don't chase money. I don't care. It's something that I have to have. You know, it has to be there. Um, but it just seems like a burden more more time than anything else in life is you got to have money to do everything. And and it's frustrating, you know. I'm not going to go out there and do um things, the wrong things to get money. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to, you know, I'm, I'm not going to disobey God and do something that, you know, he's not telling me to do, you know, to get money. I'm not going to do that. It's, but it's just, it's frustrating. It makes me angry sometimes, you know, and, and I remember there's a Psalm, I don't know which one it is, but there's a Psalm when David, uh, talks about it. You know, he talks to God and he's like, God, when, when are you going to strike the wicked down? Like when, you know, he's like, I look at the wicked and they don't have struggles and they don't have suffering and they don't have, it's a very honest and open Psalm where David's like, God, what gives, you know, what gives, why are the wicked prosperous, you know? And then David at the end of the Psalm, you know, steps back a little bit. And then he says, but I, I understand that the wicked are only here a short amount of time and then they're gone. And, um, and he's like, I understand where they're going to spend an eternity at. You know, it doesn't matter how rich you are on the earth. If you spend an eternity in hell, 
you know, and, and, you know, David corrected himself and, and he adjusted his perspective, you know, and, and that's a hard thing to do. And that's what everything is about is um, adjusting your perspective in life. And let me tell you, it's hard. Let me tell you, it's hard. Um, one of the, the things I think that's hard for me, hardest for me, is people that aren't living right and aren't pursuing the Lord, but yet they're telling you, you're doing this wrong, you're doing this wrong, you're not doing this, you're not doing that. It's it's one of my biggest pet peeves. It drives me. I mean, I'm telling you nothing wants to make me want to fight more than that because I'm like, you're not doing what you're supposed to do, but yet you're going to tell me what to do. You're not pursuing God, but yet you're going to come after me, you know, and say that I'm doing this wrong or this wrong or this wrong. Frustrates the absolute fire out of me. Um, and, you know, and there are going to be, there are going to be times in your life as a child of God where you're going to feel surrounded on all sides. You're going to feel that way. Prepare yourself for it, you know. Um, you're going to have uh, times, you know, it, it's like Paul said, I've learned to be content whether I have a lot or whether I have a little bit, you know, and, and I'm trying to be that way as well. I'm not a materialistic female. I'm not, I'm not a materialistic female. You can ask my fiance, if I have something to eat, I'm fine. Like the only thing that I really ask him to buy me is food and, and he'll, he'll verify that, you know, I'm not, I don't have to have $300 purses. I don't have to have a bunch of clothes or makeup or jewelry. I don't have to have all of that, you know, even my wedding ring, you know, I just have a little, a little tiny diamond because I think it suits my personality well, um, you know, and it's very simple and it's very plain, but yet I had, I had women sticking their giant rings in my face trying to make me feel bad. And I'm like, that's stupid. <laughs> like, you know, you may think that your ring's pretty, but it looks like you got it out of a, a candy jar or like one of those machines. <laughs> I'm like, you got it out of a Cracker Jack box back up, <laughs> you know? Anyway, sorry, a little, little side humor, but, um, but anyway, so there are going to be times in your life where you're going to feel like you're surrounded. There are going to be times in your life where you're going to be angry at God. Um, and I was tonight, I was angry. Um, and I just cried because I'm like, God, what gives, what gives? And, and I thought of this story, God brought this story to mind and he brings things. It's amazing how when you read the word, that's one another reason why reading the word is important because God will bring it to the Holy Spirit will bring it to remembrance. And he was bringing it to me, to my remembrance tonight. And it's like the Holy Spirit is, is, was telling me, I'm try not to get emotional. It's going to be hard though. Um, but it's like the Holy Spirit was telling me, he's like, I know that with your physical eyes, you are surrounded right now on every side. You know, I know that with your physical eyes, it just looks like you have nothing but enemies <laughs> around you. Um, but spiritually, God is fighting for you and spiritually, God is doing something. And here's what I'm going to tell you. I've said this before on podcasts regarding faith. Faith is not faith when things are going well. When things are going well in your life, that ain't faith. Faith is when nothing is going, nothing makes sense. Nothing makes sense. And you follow God anyway. And you choose God. I have no flipping clue what you're doing in my life right now. You know, I have no clue. You know, I see glimpses here and there, but I don't know. You know, because you're choosing at this time to not reveal things. You know, um, and I believe that 
my fiance and I are going through a test. I don't know exactly what God's trying to test us. If he's trying to test our obedience, if he's trying to test if we'll wait on him, I honestly don't know. Um, it is hard and it's frustrating. And uh, tests from God are not fun. I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm perfect and like, oh, every day I wake up and I face this test with a smile on my face and amen. No, I don't. There are times where I get frustrated and I'm like, why? Why? What What else do we have to prove to you? What else do we have to show you? You know, I mean, sometimes it's frustrating after you make a, after you make a big step of obedience and then God wants even more after that. Like he, like not obedience, but big steps of faith. And then it's like, God wants even more bigger steps after that. And then more bigger. And you're like, God, what, what do you, what are you trying? What do you want? Do you want me to, am I trying to prove something to you? Um, you know, and it's hard. It's, it's difficult. You know, it's difficult because trust me, there are going to be times where you're going to want to quit. You know, um, there are times where I feel like giving up and I feel like being like, this is ridiculous. I don't, you know, it hurts to be obedient right now. It hurts. Um, but I just keep bringing myself back to, you know, to who God is, to who he is. And, um, one thing that I love about the Lord is that God has, um, God has never left me. He's never left me. He's never turned his back on me. Um, he's never done that. And, uh, and that's the one thing that people are, people will ask me, you know, why do you follow the Lord? Why do you this? Why do you that? But that's the truth. God has never left me. It says in the Bible that I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. Now, we can walk away from him. Um, we can. Um, but God says I'll never leave you. And that's why. That's why I love him. That's why I follow him. Because he's never left me. Because there's been plenty of people in my life that have. And um, there have been plenty of people, you know, um, that, you, that uh, I mean, even family members that, that don't get it. They don't get it. They say they do, but they don't. Um, and, uh, and it's hard. It's hard when you're, especially hard when you're obeying God and you're being obedient and you're trying to walk this thing out and you're getting, and you're getting attacked from people who are claimed to be Christians and they're like, well, you're not doing it right. You're not. And I'm like, you don't know what God has spoken. You don't know what God has declared. You don't know what God's asking of us right now. And I hate when people say, well, you didn't hear from God. Were you in the room? You know? When God spoke to me, were you in my head and my heart when God spoke to me? Don't tell me I didn't hear from God. Don't tell me he didn't tell me to do that just because he didn't tell you to do that. You know, he didn't tell Moses to build a rabakasha. Here we go. He didn't tell uh, Moses to build the ark. He told Noah. All right. He didn't tell Noah to free people of Egypt, you know. And I know some of y'all are like, well, they're Egypt. the Egyptians weren't enslaved and it's a different thing. And I, but you know what I'm trying to say. You know what I'm trying to say. God tells different people different stuff, you know. Like I said, you look at Joseph. If somebody looked at Joseph when as a slave and somebody told him he's going to be the second in command of Egypt one day, people would have laughed them out of the room and been like, you're an idiot. And yet that's exactly who he became because God promoted him because that God purposed it and God willed it, you know? I mean, stop going around and telling people that, I mean, you know, you can tell somebody they didn't hear from God when, you know, they said they think that God told them to sin. God didn't tell you to sin. God's not going to tell you to sin. So no, obviously that's not from God. 
But don't go around and be like, oh, God didn't tell you to do that. God, you don't know. You don't know. Okay. If it aligns, if it aligns biblically, you know, I mean, that's the thing is, man, it's just absolutely, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous how people love to step into your life and say, well, this is God's will for your life. When's the last time you talked to God? Because the last time I checked, you know, you watched the TV. You've been watching the TV for your whole life. So why, why am I going to listen to that? You know, it goes to, to, to wise counsel. Be careful who you accept counsel from. Because let me tell you, there are going to be plenty of people in your life that are going to try to give you counsel. There are going to be plenty of people in your life that are going to try to come alongside you and want to run your life for you and control your life. And let me tell you what, if they ain't living right, if they're, if they don't have their uh, stuff in order and they're not following Christ for themselves, reject that. You ain't got to listen to them. You don't have to listen to them, you know? I mean, I told my fiancé tonight, I was just like, I, I just want to rent an Airbnb for a night so that I can have a quiet space, so that I don't have noise, you know? So I don't have the noise um, going on around me, you know? Just a place, you know, um, that I can go by myself and sit in a room and just not hear anything. it just be silent, you know? I bet some moms feel that way. I bet some moms with um, with kids, you know, um, just imagine like, you know, if I could just have a, a place, you know, where um, there's no noise, you know, just quiet space and alone time and being quiet. Um, but, you know, it's faith is hard. Following Christ is hard. It's not easy. I mean, they're, you know, again, loving God is easy. Being loved by God is easy. Sometimes the things that you have to do to follow him are not easy. And it's just, it's hard. It's tough. You know, it's tough. It's tough to follow God when things don't make sense. But like I said before, that's faith, you know. Um, it doesn't say in the Bible necessarily. It said that Noah lived in, um, it said that Noah lived in, 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 in the evil, evil time. The days of Noah were very, very evil, you know, and, and um, that's why God destroyed the, the world because men were just, it said they didn't have any, um, that all of the intentions of their heart were evil, you know, except for Noah, you know, and his family were spared. Um, but it doesn't say that, that Noah was laughed at or Noah was made fun of. But you got to think about this. You got to think about Noah building an ark, building an ark and telling people that, that you know, rain, water is going to fall from the sky, you know. Um, but he's sitting there building the ark. And you know people got to look at him like he's an idiot. You know, you know people got to look at him like he's an idiot. And they're like, you're an idiot. You're stupid. You know, you're, why are you even building this thing? I mean, I'm sure he got made fun of. I'm sure. Um, and, you know, there, there's that quote that says, you know, Noah looked stupid until it started to rain. And then everybody wanted in and everybody wanted to be a part of it. And then everybody was, oh, you know, realized that he was right the whole time, even though he looked crazy. And when I think about leaders in the Bible, a lot of times I see that they had to go through similar things. A lot of them had to do things and had to take steps of faith. You think about Gideon. Gideon had, you know, Gideon started out with a lot of men, had to narrow it down to a few, you know, and then had like, what, torches and, and uh, clay pots or jars, or clay jars or something like that. I mean, and trumpets, you know, um, and yet God uses things like that, you know, I mean, that that's just, that's who God is, you know, I mean, it's like Moses and Moses is like, who am I to go back to Pharaoh? You want me to go back and stand before Pharaoh? The place that I left, that I fled from, you want me to go back and stand before this king? You know, I mean, you look at the leaders and they had to do some stuff, man. 
you know? I mean, look at everything Joseph had to go through. Joseph had, Joseph is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite guys. And the stuff he had to go through, he had to be a slave, and then he had to be a prisoner um, who was falsely accused, you know? But, you know, I mean, he had to go through so much before he even got to, to the place of rulership. And yet God used everything to build and make that. And it's so, it's, it can be so hard and so frustrating because you know in your heart that God is doing something. You just don't know what it is. You know in your heart that God is, is, is shaping you and molding you and, and, and doing something behind the scenes because it's who God is. You can't, once you've seen God work and you've seen God move, you can't deny who he is. It doesn't matter how frustrated you get. It doesn't matter how angry you get. You can't deny that he's God. You just can't. You can try all you want. I mean, even people that say they don't believe in God, it's not that they don't believe, it's that they suppress the truth. Even the Bible says that, you know? And so it's, it's, it's hard because you, you just, you can't, it's like as angry and frustrated as I get sometimes at God. And I'm like, why are you allowing this to happen? And why is this so frustrating? And why are we, why are we surrounded like this? Like, why, you know, why is this, why is this happening? You know, I can't deny that it's, that he's not God and that he's not doing something and that he's not working something out because he is. I know he's doing that, you know, I know he is, I know that he's, that he's, you know, it's like, um, uh, our pastor, uh, Stephen at the living room said Sunday, he, he's already made a way. So there is a way, there is a way. I mean, I'm looking at the situation right now that I have, and I'm just like, I've even said before I cried out to God and I'm like, God, if you parted the Red Sea for the Israelites, sometimes I feel like we don't believe that God God is the same God that did that in the Old Testament. God told me something interesting one day. I was in prayer and God said, I want you to thank me for the miracles that happened in the Bible when you weren't alive. Like, thank me for them. So I started going through miracles and going through things in the Bible. And I started thanking God for them because I realized that those are for us. Those are for us. We weren't there. We didn't see them happen, but they're for us. They were written down because I know God's spirit wants us to see that, to see that God is faithful and that he makes a way for his people and he makes a way, you know, and, um, and that he's already made a way, you know, and, and I, and even on days when I'm frustrated, I'm just like, God, I'm like, you, you took the Israelites through on dry ground. They didn't even have to walk on wet sand. They walked on dry ground. And I'm like, God, if you can part the sea, you know, if you can part the Red Sea for the Israelites, you can open this door. You can, you can, um, provide the finances, you know, you can do whatever it is, you know, that we need people to do or need God to do, you know, Oh, you know, I mean, and you just, you cry out to God and you're like, God, if you can make the stars, you know, you created everything by speaking, you can make a way, you know, you've made a way, just show us the way, you know, and, um, and it's hard when the way of God is walking straight through the path of the enemy. That's very hard. It's hard when you have to walk head first. And you have to get hit. You have to take hits. And it, it's hard. It's hard. I was singing today. I had, I was in um, the living room at the house. And, and um, the song, um, There's Nothing Like Your Presence. And um, it says, you are God and we worship you. And I was just singing that today. And I'm like, you're God. And, and um, 
and I, I just, oh man, I was, I was in such a place of worship. And then tonight it's like a bat gets hit at me and I'm, I'm just hit, you know, and you know, we were, it's like after, it's like I got hit first thing this morning with something. And then it's like later tonight I got hit in the face again. And it's just like, oh, you know, I'm telling you guys, being a disciple of Christ is worth it. It's worth everything. I know it doesn't sound like I'm saying that in here. I'm just being real and, and letting you know that it's that it's hard. But God does fight for you. And, and I'm encouraging myself in this as much as I'm encouraging you. You just have to you just have to keep walking. You gotta put one foot in front of the other. You know, you put one foot in front of the other. You know? And you just Joshua told people in the Bible, he said choose you this day whom you'll serve. Make your choice. But as for me and my house, we'll serve the Lord. And I have to say that every day. I'm like, God, I choose you. I choose to serve you. You know, I choose. I, I don't, I don't serve you because I have to. I don't serve you because someone's forcing me. I choose to. I choose you. Because that's what God wants is people that choose him, not people who feel forced. And even when I do feel surrounded on all sides and I do feel, you know, I do feel just frustrated and battered and tired tired because I feel like I'm having to fight everywhere I turn I still can't not believe in him I still can't not trust him I still can't not look at him and say that you're good I still can't withhold my praise I may vent a little bit I may get angry I may say some things that aren't the greatest, but I can't deny that he's still God. And I can't, I can't deny that there's something taking place that I don't see. As hard as it is sometimes. I can't deny that there's, <coughs> excuse me. I can't deny that there's something that's, that's taken place that I am. Um, that I can't see, that God's, God's working it out, that the chariots of fire are there, that Jesus is there, that, what's that song, fight my battles, it may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you, this is how I fight my battles, God just brought that to my mind, anyway, um, so I, I want to help pray for people, um, pray for myself, pray for people, you know, let me pray a prayer of encouragement for y'all that if you feel like you're surrounded right now, I hear you. If you feel like that everywhere you turn, you're getting beat by somebody or something, I hear you and I feel you. Um, I don't know what to tell you, but to trust him. Just trust him. And if you have to, you know, people talk about, here's something that I'll, I will say. You know, people talk in the Bible. There, there's a verse that said that, um, it says, I've finished, fought the good fight. I've run the race. And um, some people are like, oh, it's a, you got to run, you got to run, you got to run. But there are times in your life where you might have to crawl a little bit. But as long as you move forward, you're moving forward. 
even if it's one step at a time, even if it's one moment at a time, even if you even if you literally have to pray without ceasing all day long, whatever you have to do, um, God will get you through it. He and I promise He's going to get me through it, and He's going to get my fiance through this, and it's going to be okay. Um. Anyway, we pray for us, pray for all of us. Lord, I thank you that you are God and that um, it doesn't matter how we feel. It doesn't matter, God. It matters to you how we feel. Don't get me wrong. It does. But, but at the end of the day, um, it doesn't matter what our emotions are like or our circumstances. It doesn't change the fact that you're God and that you always will be. God, forgive us. Forgive us for our, um, our, our doubts. Help our unbelief, God. Help our unbelief, Lord. Um, God, uh, I just I, I pray for encouragement in the inner man, God, that the Holy Spirit would intercede for us, that the Holy Spirit would help us during this time. God, that the Holy Spirit would help us to be a light when we don't feel like we can be. Um, that the Holy Spirit will will guard us and fight for us, God. I know it says in, in Exodus that we just need to stand still because the Lord will fight for us. God, fight for your people. Fight for us, God. Fight for us. I pray, God, that for release, God, your heavens to open up to pour out on your children. Release, release, God, of the things that we need. You know the things that everyone needs in this season of their life. You know the things that they need. You know... Um, the cost of obedience, you know things. You just, you know what we need. And Lord, I just, I believe, God, that as the Israelites walked on dry ground, so your children can walk on dry ground today. So we, we can walk on dry ground. So we can look back and say, God, the God parted the Red Sea for me. And, um, we trust you, God. Strengthen our faith, Lord, Holy Spirit. Just keep bringing verses to remembrance. Keep bringing things to remembrance to encourage us um, and to help us walk out, God, what you've called us to walk out and be who you've called us to be. We honor you and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, guys. I hope that you have a great night. And I will see you soon with another podcast. Be blessed, guys.